Miami flow. Make sure you subscribe. We talking Miami Hurricanes football cause it's life. Yeah. I scream if you rapping to you. Yeah. Hurricanes, what it do? Do it to you if you rocking with me. Straight to the house, that's another TD. We playing football again. And we gon' take it with the wind. That's another sack or another TD or another pick six again. Hurricanes, where you at? Stand up and let them know you in the building. With the bright lights, uniform tight, hit them so hard, they gon' feel it. Show them cover two, then blitz. Catch them on the blind side. If you ain't throwing up to you, that mean you on the wrong side. Like hut one, hut two, you know I'm switching up my count. If you stand in between my championship, then you gon' in on the ground. Welcome to Miami flow. Make sure you subscribe. We talking Miami Hurricanes football cause it's life. Well, hello there. I'm so excited for tonight's show, bro. Like, we saw some football yesterday, brother. We did? Like, a lot of football. Mm-hmm. Way more than I thought we were going to see. Way more. All right. Shout out to Man, we got a lot of people in here already. Uh, shout out to everybody that's in the chat. Uh, shout out to the Discord. Uh, I always have the ticker on the bottom if you ever want to join and get the nuggets before everybody else gets them. I see, oh, I see Alexa, usual, 18 days counting till we beat everybody. <laughs> Lex says we're going undefeated. I just want to make sure I put that, like, and he's, like, we're going undefeated. That, that's, that's, Lexa, Miami Mayhem, AO's in the building, too. I see a bunch of people in the building. Um, appreciate the don't know. For you guys that don't know that are brand new to the show, when you donate, we, it goes to our NIL fund, and we, we turn it to the players that are on our NIL team legally, and, uh, yeah, we don't keep no money. We just this kind of our way of rocking with it. Um, as you see my background, uh, that says Miami Flow Boom Squad. We're starting something new. It's called the Boom Squad uh, for big hits, and we'll be announcing someone before the first game. Our inaugural NIL player that'll be on the Boom Squad. Clearly, it's gonna be a headhunter. So. Uh, we got some merch. I'll show you guys a little bit later, but we got a show to get to. I just wanted to drop that in on there. Um, I, I I saw your show, like your quick recap right after the game. Now that you had some time to marinate a little bit, think about it. You know, today I got a chance to think about it and maybe watch something. And I really got to process what I saw. I, I like to, like, there's a lot of mixed things out there. Everybody and, and, and it's cool because everybody has their own opinion, right? Uh, so nobody's wrong, bro. Like if you think somebody was bad, you think somebody's bad. I'm not gonna try to change your mind. You thought somebody was good, you think they're good. Like real talk, it's all good, you know. I do want to say before I forget, it was nice seeing a lot of people that I haven't seen in a minute uh, out there. I went out there with the general. I think he's in the building. Um, but, and I saw a bunch of people need it. I said, bro, a bunch of people. And it was just nice seeing a bunch of people. I, I, I love that. And I, I enjoy that, bro. I, I enjoy seeing people that I, you don't see until football season because we all got the one thing in common. We love the Canes. It's kind of It's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. So real quick, before we break it down a little specific, we're not going to get too specific because we got other stuff to get to tonight. But just overall, without singling out or calling out a, a player's name, what were your general thoughts about the team? Well, I believe that first team offense is, uh, I think, as we predicted throughout the offseason, I think we are going to, um, 
this offense is going to score some points, especially like, you know, beating up on some of the lesser teams on our schedule. I think this offense will, my prediction, they're going to average well over 30 points a game. Uh, that offensive line is going to be very solid. Health is going to be paramount, though, because they're not deep. But that starting five, especially the interior, Vanessa Cooper, Matt Lee, JV on Cohen, they're going to do some damage in the in the interior of the trenches. So I was happy to see that, and I, I feel pretty pretty good about this offense. Now, I think health is going to be very, very important for that side of the ball. Other side of the ball, defense looks aggressive, man. Uh, I, I think the defense is going to surprise some people as well. Um, I'm not you know, making any win predictions or anything. I'm just saying that defense, I think, is going to be is going to be better than people think. Mm. And the defense is also a little bit deeper, in my opinion, mm. uh, aside from the safety position. But overall, uh, I liked some of the big plays I saw. There were some uh, some things I I didn't like. But then again, you got to take both sides with a grain of salt because it's, as you were telling me over there, it's very scripted. Got kind of both sides in, in, in a lot of situations know what's coming. Right. Uh, they're not throwing too many wrinkles in there at all. They're, you know, being careful with certain guys. So a lot of the starters aren't playing too much. So, and also here's the biggest thing. Um, the quarterbacks, they're not going to be touched and they know they're not going to be touched, which also throws a little bit of a monkey wrench into the whole thing. It's that you're not watching a hundred percent real football. Right. You know what I mean? You're watching like 60% real football. So that kind of changes everything, especially with Jakari Brown, who I feel like on a third of his plays, he would have taken off and run if he wanted to, but he couldn't because of the situation he's in. Right. No, no, no. Uh, it's a pretty good recap. I want to address Showboy here. He said that boy Flo trying to start <laughs> up that old school. Luke, Uncle Luke used to give bounties out for big boom hits. Let me clear something up so y'all don't get me in trouble with the school. We are not paying extra money for boom, big boom hits. I thought it'd be cool to start up a boom squad and then get and get some uh, some gear that every time y'all buy it, it goes towards the the, the NIL fund. You know, and I talked to AB, uh, and I'll show it to y'all a little bit later. Um, and we're gonna get a player like like we already have players. And we're just getting another player, but he's going to be like our inaugurable boom squad. If he gets no booms, he's still on our NL team. If he gets more booms, he doesn't get extra money. <laughs> you understand? Like, so don't don't y'all go out there and get me in trouble now, because that's not that's not what I was that's not the direction I'm going with this. Y'all got me scared. Showboy out there trying to put me out. Um, you know, I wasn't as optimistic as John, to be honest. Um. I think we have a lot of work to do, guys. I mean, I know John still thinks we have work to do, but mm -hmm. do. I, I I do think that uh, Max. No, I, I I'm gonna try Max later. I'm gonna try to do it. I have it set up. I'm probably gonna screw it up, and if I screw it up, then I'll probably ask you to come in. Max is asking me in the chat. Do I need to show it? Um, I I don't I don't think. This is going to look, everybody's going to come from my head, but I try to keep it above with y'all. You know, I don't think we're as good as everybody's hyping us up to be. I think we have the roster to be very good. But as far as a team goes, I think it's going to take us a season to get there. You know, 
Um, do I think it's going to be anything like last year? No, absolutely not. I don't think that at all. But, you know, we got to learn how, you know, we were talking about it at the end. We got to learn how to win still, guys. Like, just because we got some studs on paper now, we got coaches that never coached in the game, players that never played together. You know, we just, we're, we're trying to get the new culture. We don't know what it's like until we get punched in the face, right? Because true culture comes out when things are bad, right? Not when things are just hunky-dory all the time. Did I just say hunky-dory? Mm-hmm. That's not even in my vocabulary. What in the world? Hunky-dory. I'm going to use it. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to add it to my game a little bit. But real talk, I, I think that for me, I'm pumping the brakes. Um, I really love the young guys we got coming in. There's a there's a definite difference in the mentality of the schemes. Definite difference. Um, but I'm pumping the brakes. I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that wait-and-see approach. Um and, and, and see how, how, how we progress. But I, I'm not on the, you know, that 10, 11, 12 games just yet because, you know, I, in my opinion, we got to do a lot of things right this year just to get to nine. And it's not because of the players we got or the coaches are bad. I just think that we got a lot of gelling to do. And that only happens in real football. You know, uh, that that's just me. Um, we're going to get into specifics. Uh, a little bit later in the show, uh, I'm waiting for another guest to pop on. I got one in the back already. But if you had to pick one player, I already know what you're going to say, so I'm going to let you go first. <clears throat> if you had to pick one player from the offense and one player from the defense that would stand out to you, where you were just, you walked out of there and you were like, wow, which, which two players would it be? One on offense, one on defense? On offense, the guy I've been talking about for the last couple months, AJ Allen. <laughs> yeah, I know you love that boy. Yeah, I think he's going to start. I'm yeah. saying it, and I think my prediction's coming true. He gashed the defense for at least like three or four big chunk plays. Mm-hmm. There was one that one run that was like a good 50 yards or something like that. Uh, so, yeah, easily A.J. Allen for me on offense. And on defense, I'd have to say Ruben Bain, again, he mm-hmm. was super disruptive. Knocked down one or two balls, had like one or two sacks by my count. Um, what, what what is he doing? He's a mess. He's a, look look at him. He just look, <laughs> let me let me, Dave Dave look, look at your boy. He just pops himself on your Man, boy. I've been, just I've been he sitting just, here. Hey, kick him off. I've been sitting here for ten minutes and you just jump on him and kick him off. Bro, we were doing the countdown. <clears throat> And he popped in the countdown I'm over next here. to the countdown. This is what I deal with, with everything. I'm over here playing by the rules, doing the right thing. I'm waiting and for him. Punks like that. Just jump on, man. Tired of you, we'll bullying me. And then he comes out like, hey, what's good? Yeah. I'm here. Like, what's up? I'm tired, tired of it. You're always bullying me, man, pushing me around. I'm sick of it. All right, hold on. Let me just take your Lex again with a big don't know. $20. He says every game starts 0-0. Can we beat every team? Yes. So why not? Lex, listen, dog. I'm leaving. And 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 John, and John will tell you because John and I had a long talk about it. I don't, from a roster standpoint, I think we can play with anybody. I swear, like I'm not trying to blow smoke up y'all up. I think we can play with anybody from a roster standpoint. I just think it's gonna take time. 
And I know it was like, of course it is common sense. I think it's going to take a little more than y'all think, though. That's all I'm saying. So real quick, before I talk to you, knuckleheads, not you, Dave, more or less your partner there. Thank um, you. So you said AJ and Bain, right, mm-hmm. John? Yep. All right. I will say, uh, wait one second. Somebody's knocking on my door. Y'all go ahead and talk. It's probably me. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably cops. Oh, Lord. I wouldn't. That'd be a, that'd be a show. Also, you hear the door. <laughs> everybody on the everybody on the ground. I w- I'd probably mute my mic, cut the camera, <laughs> go, go lock my door. Yeah, I don't need that kind of trouble. I don't know y'all. Uh, <laughs> never know down here. Oh, he's back. back. Well, it wasn't them, Dave. It wasn't. No, it wasn't that. <laughs> it's a pizza or something. Uh, <laughs> I'm back. Food Not mine. What'd you order? It, it was food, and but somebody's in the shower. And of course, because uh-huh. I already I had listen. <laughs> I'm getting I'm stolen back in. What's up, big dog? Are you boys concerned about TVD holding onto the ball a little too long? I hope this is cleaned up before the little the, the hitting begins. First of all, I appreciate you, dog. Appreciate it. Don't know. I'm gonna answer your question. After I talk to these boys for a little bit, we're going to get into a little more of the scrimmage right after this. So I am going to bring up TVD. So I'm just putting your question to the side for a minute. <sighs> Ooh, sir. Now, I can't believe this dude, bro. <laughs> He's a camera at the end uh, of the day. <laughs> bro, so clearly you guys are been on recruiting like nobody's business, right? So... I thought it'd be a good idea to bring you guys on and talk a little bit about just your overall thoughts about the 25 class, because I know you guys are already been in that. And, and Miami is a little different with moving ahead this time around. They're a little more aggressive with, with the up with the next year's class. Now, not to get I don't want to be here going over positions or anything like that, because I want to talk more about the 24 class and, and then also what we think is going to happen in the near future. So I'm going to start with you, Ross, and then I'll go to Dave. Um, no, no, I take that back. I'm gonna start with Dave. No, that's fine. And, <laughs> and then I'm gonna go to Rasta. Like, j- j- just your overall thoughts. Where does this 25 class stack up compared to like this class or the one before? Or like, do you think it's a, it's a really good class? Do you think it's one of those classes that we take a step back? What are your overall thoughts on the 25 class? I think it's a deep class. I think it reminds me a little of the 23 class, honestly. Uh, you got a lot of a lot of depth at certain positions. You've got a lot of when you talk to some of these young men, some of them remind you of some of the 23 class as far as their mindset, uh, the way they carry themselves, the way they talk, things like that. Uh, they're, they're coached up well, although they're still young. Uh, you would, you know, obviously, you know, I kind of like to live in the trenches. So when you look kind of those areas, not to get position specific, but you've got some depth there and you've got some guys, some big dudes, you've got some guys already you got to consider class of 25, right? Mm-hmm. You've got several guys in that class already, 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. Wow. You know, you just start to add to those frames. But by the time they're ready, those frames may be filled out. You know, we don't know yet. And so, right. But I think it's deep. I think the 24 class, you've got, you've got talent there, but certain positions you've kind of got your elite guys and then there's a drop-off. And with this 25 class, it seems more consistent to me. Uh, all the way down through there, you can look at the top, you know, you know, five in a certain position, and then you can drop down to 15 to 20. Mm. And 
you've got some drop off, but not quite the gap that you've got uh, in the 24 and some. So it seems to be a deeper class to me. And so that's kind of why Ross and I wanted to get ahead of that, because I think a lot of those guys you're going to see all these kids committing earlier and earlier, you know, mm -hmm. go. So when you look at 25, a lot of those dudes already got and 25, 30, 35 offers and things like that. So you really need to go ahead and get ahead of that. And a lot of folks say, hey, we don't know the 24 class yet. How are we going to mess with 25? Well, it seems like a month ago we were saying about this class, it goes that quick. So, yep. uh, you know, just kind of get ahead of that and kind of get to know some names and things like that. So, but overall, I just think it's a deeper, uh, very well coached. And I think the way they kind of handle themselves, you can see that they've been at it a long time. So we're excited about it. Rasta, real quick, AO's in the building. They got a big show tomorrow with Hoodie Girl and Alex Dono. Is it Dono or Dono? I think Dono. 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 Cool dude. Real cool dude. Got to see him yesterday. Uh, that guy's always positive. Love that guy. Go watch his show. Give him some likes. Give him some sub. Hoodie Girl's got her own show, too. Like, everybody's got a show now, you know? So go big him up tomorrow. Watch that show on the Miami Mayhem show. Them boys changed their name. I got to keep remembering their name. Rasta. What sticks out to you the most about the 25 class? Like, where you're just like, like, remember, like last year we were like, that old line class is, whew, right? That's what we were saying about the 23. What sticks out to you about the 25 class that people should be like, bro, this this position or this or whatever, whatever you think? Honestly, I think it's still the same. Um, you know, like me, I know Dave's the trench guy, but, you know, he, that's another class that him and Javi should be in field days with the o-line is you could probably have maybe a dozen guys that are top 100 prospects in just the o-line wow uh, that o-line is and not just tackles i know everybody harps on you know usually it's the tackles that are more higher ranked the guards usually get kind of shoved but it's top to bottom it is depth you know it's kind of like this year's d-line class how we're like dude you can go get 12 guys and get yep. five out five of them and you're still set it's honestly like that with O-line there because I haven't seen this much depth at every position mm. probably since the 2014 class. Wow. When you, when you look at this class as a potential now, because obviously they got to go perform and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But when you're looking at it position by position, quarterback all the way to safety, it is deep at every position and it is loaded. You know, like this year's class, we've all said it's top heavy. You know, there's like five guys at the position, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a drop off. You know, some raw guys, you know, undeveloped, but have a good future. You just gotta go find them. That 25 class has the potential to be better than the 2014 class. There's that much. That's big talk right there. That's big talk. talk. Um, That's big talk right there. Me and me and a few guys in the Discord have actually kind of broke down that 2014 class and just how they're doing in like the NFL and stuff. And, Honestly, I think this class, if you go watch the film, you know, which I've been doing a thread on the 25 class, and a lot of those guys that I've already done, I'm impressed um, just because I think there's some guys in there that could reclassify to the 24 class and mm -hmm. be five stars. Um, there's a certain player that's thinking about doing that. There's yeah. A, there's yeah a certain... that, that, that would be a game changer because I think yep. he could battle the number one player at that position too. Yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Um, real quick, Burstone, what to do? Should we be worried about tight end usage? No, not not because we had a bunch of guys that didn't play. Three of our tight ends didn't even play in the game. 
Um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't look too much into that to be honest with you, big dog. All right. I'm going to switch out of that 25 class. Cause I just want to get a little, get everybody to understand what's coming. You know, what, what's coming. If you, you're not supposed to miss on classes, right. But each class has a different strategy, right? It, it really does. Believe it or not. I know some of y'all like, are you just saying that? Nah, bro. There's a whole different outlook, especially with the portal now. Right. It, it makes it changes the way you approach them. But next, everyone's saying it like the 25 class is is a what's up. It's a what's up class. So I want to switch to the 24 and I'm going to ask all three of you the same exact question. I'm going to start with John. But y'all can't take each other's answer. So y'all better think. And I know that's tough for you, Rasta, to like wait in the backstage with your partner, <laughs> you know, kind of stuff. Um, so. John, what has surprised you the most in this two twenty the two the two thousand twenty four cycle? If anything, like is it how other teams like certain teams are doing, how our fan base is, how our our team is? What to you just in general, what has surprised you the most, John? And then I'm gonna go to Rasta and then Dave. What surprised me the most, I would say I would probably say the amount of guys that Miami has taken commitments from that at least I don't follow recruiting as hard as Dave or Rasta, but guys that weren't really on the radar, on the fans radar, um, like today's pickup, the offensive lineman wasn't a name that was on my radar at least, but it, it shows me like, you know, like him, David Russell's another example, guys that I did not realize that Miami was, was on for so long because they're really doing their homework with scouting. I mean, coming off of five and seven, they, they have to, they almost have to dig deeper and find those diamonds in the rough. Right. Uh, so that's been, I, I think that's been my, my big surprise. Rasta. Um, honestly, I think it to me, I didn't think this many guys would be committed at this point. I knew there would be, you know, guys, cause they do it every year. But, and I'm going to do it with upgrade just because of how recruiting is going. But if you go and look, I mean, almost 70% of the blue chippers, if not more, are already committed. So I expect a huge flip season at the end of the year, not just for us, but like all around the country. Um, There's a ton of guys that committed. Um, And a lot of people were like, oh, well, you know, they were committed. They're going to Texas. They're going to A&M. It's not like that, bro. Like, just because we get our guys, and those schools get theirs, we're still recruiting 90% of our board. You know, like, obviously it always shakes, but we're still recruiting. So I expect a huge flip. I would expect almost 50% of those guys committed right now to flip by the end of the year. Dave, before you talk, Matt, don't, don't put words in my mouth, dog. That, that's not it. Because I'm going to answer the same question I just asked these boys, and I think it might surprise you what I'm going to say. I think it may surprise you. I'm just playing with you, by the way. I ain't, just, I ain't trying to call you out. I'm just having fun with you. Dave? Well, I think the mentality, the way we're going about things, coming off a five and seven season, you think there would be some, you know, panic almost, right? Mm-hmm. Inside the building. And, you know, you see a lot, a lot of programs. I'm not going to mention any names. You can figure it out. But a lot of programs are just grabbing. You know, that dude's five-star, that dude, man, we just go grab, grab, grab. And then you see – how that plays out. It's happened in the past. You've seen elite recruiting classes and they're still, you know, eight and four, 
you know, nine and four or seven and five. But the mentality that the coaching staff started in the Mario, you know, the, the calmness and still knowing what you want to do, how you want to build and what you've got to do. you got to build this culture before you do anything else and just stay in the course and, you know, not, not going into a panic mode, not, uh, you know, we all, the fans just want us to back up a Brinks truck to every five star in the country and just going about your business, man, evaluating John brought that part up. So I'm not trying to steal his answer, but, you know, evaluation and, and truly trying to get the guys that you need, you know, and it may not look fancy and it may not be exciting all the time, but then once you go back and you look at some of these guys, man, they just fit what we're trying to do. So I think, you know, surprising, but also refreshing and, and you've got to be excited about it is just staying the course and bringing in what you what you think you need to do and rather than just going to panic mode, man, we just got to start grabbing guys. We just got to start paying, you know. Mm. Uh, to, to me, I, I like that approach. It, it's I'm going to piggyback off you. Um, I can't. I said we can't take each other's answers. So I like the fact how stubborn our staff has been. <laughs> yeah, good right. Like, yeah. I, I, they're, they're just, these are our evals. Yep. This is what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to do it. And this is how much we're going to spend for now. Because something I brought up in the Discord today is we really haven't spent any money. Think about it. We really haven't spent any money and we're sitting in the top 15. Like I told y'all we would be by the middle of August. Right? And it just makes me laugh because it's, it's oh, we're broke. We, we're we're chilling and we're right where we need to be. We're right where we need to be. Now, I'm going to ask a tough question and you can get as specific as you want or you can kind of be in general. We're going to go in reverse order. How many, like, just hear me out. How many guys do you think we end up taking in the class? And do you think and do you feel that some guys may be asked to leave the class by the end of this cycle i'm gonna start with dave uh, so we're at 21 now and mm -hmm. i guess you can take you know you can take a house you know if you want to so you know, i wouldn't be surprised to see it creep close to 30. you know uh, I, I think there's a lot of big big name well there is we know this it's not a secret there's a lot of big names who have came out and publicly said i want to see what miami does so you got a lot of guys that are in a play and you're going to see a lot middle towards the end of the season you know what i'm saying um, so, I, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to get close to 30. And, yes, I absolutely believe there's going to be a couple of guys politely asked to look elsewhere. And I think they know that. You know, Mario is as straight as they get when it comes to those conversations. How many? If you had to guess, how, how many do you think will be asked maybe to look somewhere else? If uh, I'll go three. Three? Okay. Rasta? Um, I mean, that's usually what I say every year. It's about 30. You know, just because it depends on how we finish. You know, right. how many kids really do want to come to Miami. Um, I'll say 28, just to stay on the safer side, because I think we take around 25, or like during the season, we'll get up to that number. Mm -hmm. And if you do have a great season, and you get somebody like a Jeremiah Smith, Colin Simmons, um, Justin Scott, like a big dog that wants to come on and flip, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell a guy like that, no. Um, but I do, I think you can get around two that maybe, you know, they say, hey, let's see if we can find you a different home. Um, right. You know, a lot of people in our fan base have already seen on the timeline, oh, who's getting dropped and stuff like that. I don't I don't think this staff likes to use, use that type of term. 
Right. It's one of those, well, let's see if we can help you. Like, try to find a home. You know, it's just that fatherly instinct, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I think something like that will happen. So I would say about 28. Okay. John? Yeah, I'd say like 27, maybe 28, right around there. And I could see maybe a couple of guys. I don't I don't really see more than two being asked to look elsewhere. Just be, I think that number is going to be low just because I think, again, they've done their homework on these guys, and these are for the most part guys that they not only like, they want them on this team and like to help build this culture there. They, they scouted them for a reason. So I don't, I don't think they're just going to, you know, I don't want to say kick them to the curb, but, you know, ask them to, you know, look elsewhere um, that easily. I think they want most, you know, pretty much all of these guys in this class. Okay. J-Dub says, I think we hold on to the money for when it's time to compete and flip top recruits. It's a way of keeping the bar low for now. I, I like that. I like what you're saying. Um, I also think, you know, if things, you know, I'm guessing, I'm, I'm not saying this is, 100% in stone, but if TBD does leave this year, I, I, I do feel, and, and some of us were actually talking about it at the stadium uh, when we saw each other, but this has been going on for a little while now. It's, 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 some people think it's a rumor. I, I think it's an actual uh, idea that's really in the building. And I think Miami goes out and gets a beast at quarterback, you know, and, and makes J- Jakari earn it. Like now I'm, 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 I know how people are feeling about Jakari because he didn't have a great showing in the spring game. I'm going to say it again, like I said it 300 times. I need to see him when he can do everything he, he can do mm-hmm. before, I, before I judge him, you know, and then I'll be honest, you know, I'll be straight up. I'm not, I'm not on the Jakari bandwagon. I'm on the Miami Hurricanes bandwagon, you know, so if Jakari is not developing and he can't get it done, then we need somebody else. But we still, we still rock with him. We still support him. But he's in a situation – that he can't do what he can do, if you know what I'm saying. So, like, I got to give him free a free uh, a free assessment when he gets it. So for me, I, I'm with you, John. I, I mean, everything you said, I'm gonna echo. I say 27, 28, and maybe two guys get asked to bounce respectfully. You know what I mean, like in a rude way, because <laughs> that's, that's how I talk. Um, and uh, I really believe that the staff is going to get more and more aggressive during high school season um, with the guys that either they missed on, that they're going to, that they're circling back for, or the guys that they're pivoting to. Now, I want to say something, because for some reason, there's like a, a stigma out there. Shout out to everybody who's joined us real quick, 460 in the chat. Please hit the like button. Please subscribe. Uh, I'm going to get this dono in a second. But I got to get this in, so give me a second. Attention Miami sports fans. Level up your game day style with About the Fans. They've got the freshest Miami sports gear curated in collaboration with the Miami Flow brand and renowned artist Jazz. Unleash your passion for Miami sports at aboutthefans.com and be part of the innovative Miami sports community. About the Fans, where fashion meets fandom. My man says what fashion meets fandom. Let me show y'all something real quick. I don't know if I'm going to do this right. If I mess it up, I mess it up. Oh, I got it right. I got it right. So real quick, um, this is our stuff that we've been had out, right, that you guys know. 
Um, this is stuff that's been out, right? This is clearly something about the fans, but this is the Boom Squad stuff. So um, here's the shirt, right? Boom, you see it right there. It was simple, but every time you buy one, it supports the NIL for the Boom Squad. And uh, a lot of us are going to be rocking it. Let me see. Come back. Boom, 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 boom. I'm on fire right now. This shirt was just white when I clicked on it, and now it's black. That was weird. And then we got this one. So, yeah, support that NIL because we're going to get a player just for the Boom Squad. Um, and I'm actually I'm a little bit excited about it, bro, because I think we can start, you know, we used to do the – you guys remember on the, on the punt returns? You just hear it throughout the stadium, boom, boom, boom. That's all you would hear throughout the whole stadium. I, I got a feeling we got guys like that. I'm just saying, I think we're starting to get guys like that again. Um, all right, back to reality. Oh, I saw a donut. I got to get back to it. There it is. 27K and $50 donut says, positively trusting the staff and our young men make us proud. Appreciate the donut to the NIL guys. And let me tell you, that's what we need to do is to stay positive and trust. I don't know why people panic in recruiting when a guy, all this guy has shown is that he's successful at it. Like, he has not even shown that he's bad at it at all. Example, lost your mind when Colin Simmons went somewhere else. Lost your mind. Like, ballistic. Then we go and steal from a team that was in the college playoffs last year, blue chip, blue blood team, at the same position, blue chip player. And then today, we go take from our rival. And last time I checked, Coach Atkins is at Florida State, which is for me, for me, ninety percent of the recruiting department is Coach is Coach Atkins. Okay, so when you beat Coach Atkins straight up, and I know there's some, some no, you didn't. Oh, y'all wanted him bad. We know you did. So don't even try that. Don't even try to mess with that. And 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 just less than a week later, we go from what is it, twenty to fifteen for you ranking people, right? Like, why? <laughs> What has this man shown you to not trust him when it comes to recruiting? Just let this man work has never been more true. Like, I don't I know that's very simple, but we keep saying it. It's never had more truth than with Mario and recruiting. Just like just just stop. Just just stop it. I don't know. I tell we we always tell everybody in our discord. You guys worry if we're worried. If I'm not worried, chill. Like, if I, I tell you, hey, bro, I'm getting worried. Y'all should, like, panic at that point, you know? Um, all right, Ross, I'm going to start with you, then I'm going to go to John, and then I'm going to go to Dave. This is going to piggyback into the season a little bit, right? From the 23 class, and, and this question has been asked a lot, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to word it a little different. In From an important standpoint, not who do you think is going to be the best, and it might be the same player. It might be the same player. It might be the guy that gets the most snaps. I'm not. I'm gonna let you do whatever you want, and John can do whatever you want. Did from the 23 class that we got, who do you think will be the most important player on offense and the most important player on defense? Um, on offense, probably Francis. Um, because I think the the depth is okay on the line, not elite or not great, obviously, but I think he's going to have to play a lot this year. Um, and I think obviously 
that's the most key position for us to be able to that offense to run. Defensively, I'm, I know the other guys say it, so I'll leave that for them. But I'm going <laughs> to say Bobby Washington. Because I think with Bobby in that linebacker position moving forward is going to be key. And I think he's college ready. Um, I think he's game ready because obviously he's been here since January. But I think he gets a lot of snaps, and I think he proves that he's one of the best defensive players coming out of the class. One of. I'm not, we all know who. Right, right, right. Um, so, but yeah, I'm, I would take Bobby Washington. All right. John? You can take this. You don't have to take somebody different if you want to. Like, you know. Yeah. No, offensively, most important, I agree on Francis because it looks like he's going to end up starting, and we know how important those tackle positions are, not just – being good and being stable, but staying healthy. And for him to come in and possibly do that as a true freshman is is going to be huge for us. Um, on defense, I'm actually going to go Joshua Horton. And I'll explain why. Well, it's kind of obvious. D-tackle, we're not deep either. I would say the thinnest we are on defense is D-tackle and safety. We need someone to step up aside from Leonard Taylor. I keep thinking, I, I keep saying it's going to be Ahmad Moten possibly is that other mm-hmm. guy. And he could be, but you still need more than that. You, you can't just have two. You need another guy that can come in and at least rotate and get you some good snaps. If Josh Horton could do that as a freshman, that would be amazing. That would be that would take a lot of pressure off. Yeah, wait, wait, hold on real quick. More real fight out. So we didn't actually want <clears throat> any of the five-star players we devoted time and resource to if I'm here, no, you're not hearing correctly. <laughs> not at all. We got one Literally five star. Not. Yeah, we, we we got a five star in the bank already. We got another one that might end up a five star because Lightfoot is is gonna move up and he's close already. Um, and I and I still think uh, we get one or two more five stars. Remember, there's only I forgot the number is. I think it's like thirty or thirty two five stars in the entire country. Thirty two. Thirty two. Yeah, thirty or thirty two. And you know the goal is you know the goal is to get as many as you can. But if you get one or two or three on your, you, you, you did a great job. You know, last year we got a little bit spoiled, to be honest with you. You know, what, what you want to do, everyone gets stuck on that five-star, right? What you, what you really want to do is is just stack the blue chip ratio up. You know, that's what you want. You want to finish in your class when you're done. You want to be a 90 or above. You know, and that, and that puts you in a weird, situ- like, formula that you got some dogs. You know, I hope that helps. Go ahead. Sorry, Dave. No, it's okay. I just I'm gonna my answer will be a little different since the, both of those guys know I was gonna say Francis. Everybody in the whole world knows I'm gonna say Francis. <laughs> they know it anyway. So right. I'm gonna give you an answer and I'm gonna get I'm gonna do a little extra credit homework since they looked off of my paper over here. So like <laughs> I like it. I think like like on the offense side of the ball, Mark Fletcher, um Woo! because of You took my like I, so I did the same thing they did just to you. So. You looked at my paper. Go ahead. <laughs> but you know, Mark Fletcher, obvious reasons with the talent and all that. But the big reason for me is just to push those other guys, man. That competition. Just you know, how many times as well have we had injuries? And man, we look so good here. And then boom, there are boom. Mark Fletcher, man, just to push that group, push that room, create that competition. I'm, I've said it everywhere else. I might as well say it here. By the end of the year, he's going to be starting at that running back spot. So I'm, put, I'm going to put that out there. Uh, okay. defense, and, and then I'll go – I'm going to give you one more. Same reason, uh, Ray Ray, just for that competition and what he brings to that room. You go mm-hmm. to the defensive side. Um, 
not one in particular, but somebody from that linebacker group. And for the exact same reason, I love the fact that this 23 class is creating competition and they're pushing those guys. You take somebody from that linebacker group to push Wesley. You know what I'm saying? Yep. We all love Wesley. We know what he's capable of. Yep, yep. I want him to have that guy right on his tail to push him to do those things. So, you know, I think somebody from that group is huge uh, this year. And I think the defense is going to be special. Dave, ask John. That linebacker unit is at another yeah. level. It's at another level, bro. Love you, it. you can say Popo. You say Washington. You can say yeah. serious. I mean, dude, they were all just – hunting well I, I i mean it was it was pretty cool to watch um for me you took my i was gonna after seeing him in, in college in front of fans because you know what yeah. you do in practice when you do a situational stuff but fletcher did not look out of place he got a lot of burn for a true freshman a lot yeah. he didn't look like he forgot to play he looked like he was i mean he ran inside the tackles he ran outside the tackles he picked up the blitz yeah. um and there's no back on the team like him. Mm-hmm. Like, meaning, like, that they, they can bring that late third quarter, fourth quarter, like, all right, go ahead and stop this monster. You know? Yeah. Uh, you know, and because I'm with John, I I knew, I, and, and listen, I think I might have said it in our I knew everyone was going to follow with AJ because AJ's like the, you can't help not his running style. It's, it's nice, it's sexy. It's like the dude, the dude is a perfect fit for that room. AJ's like a perfect, like, I think he is going to contribute and do really, really, really well. I just don't know if there's another back currently on this team because Trevante won't play too much this year. Right. Like, like Fletcher, you know, so I, and, you know, being a true freshman, I'll say Fletcher. On the defense side, I'm going to throw y'all a curveball. And he is the one I think is the most important. Is Damari. I think Damari might start, y'all. I think Damari might start opposite corner of his brother. He started yesterday. And he's been pushing that that unit since he's gotten there. And from everything that's coming out of camp, I don't know who said it. I'm making it up, you know, because we're not going to mention names. He killed it yesterday. He killed it yesterday. So, and you're talking about a kid that's already 6'2", like, and will come up and support the run. He can run. You know, and we were talking, all of us were talking about John, you, all of us. It it hurt to lose Carmani, but we were like, bro, we got the body. Like, don't sleep on Damari, you know, at the end of the day. I, I don't know if, you know, if y'all remember that. Jonathan, what's good? Faladono. Who will be the highest rated freshman by the end of the season? One from offense, one for defense. For which happens, one kick returner and one punt returner. We're not going to do the kick returner and punt returner because right now we saw like 14,000, 15,000 people back there. So I don't know, I don't know who's going to be the actual guy. Um, but who finishes on top? Um, uh, let's go to Ross. I'll let you take this one. Thanks for um, the one. Honestly, like, did something like stat wise, I'm gonna say Ray Ray because I think Ray Ray is going to be a playmaker. I think mm-hmm. like he's a joystick, so I'll go Ray Ray. And what about defense? Oh, uh, defense, um, I'm gonna say Bane just because I think. <laughs> It's such, a, I, it's such a safe one. Like, you kind of – no one is going to say, like – I mean, come well, on. I that's what y'all all were going to say on the last one. That's why they go. <laughs> I mean, like, like, Bain is going to – Bain's going to be a freshman All-American. 
I'm just nah. letting y'all know ahead of time. If y'all didn't really know that, Maine is going to be a freshman All-American. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I'll agree with that take. I'll just agree with it. If you're, no, if you're like, me, I'll just, I'm, I'm out. We got 510 people that got a receipt on me. All those Twitters and trackers. Ruben Bain is going to be a freshman All-American. And I feel like that was an easy one. Y'all might want to give me the check right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, all right. Last question for, for, the, for around the table here. This is a curveball. Even John didn't know this. I'm, y'all gonna give me a record. Y'all are gonna give me a, a record. Um, actually, I'm just kidding. John is not allowed because we have a show that we're gonna do. But I want to put Rasta and, and Dave on 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 receipts. Uh, I'm gonna start with I'm gonna start with Dave. And he, not I want you to like to own it though. Okay, I want you to because I'm gonna do mine with John next Sunday. We have a show that we're doing to do the prediction. So I'm going to put you on receipts and then we'll, John and I will be on receipts next Sunday. And you got to own it. You got to stick to it. It can't be like, well, if TBD stays healthy, I think this, but if not, is this. No, I want you to tell me in December, what what is our record at the end of the year? End of the year record, eight and four. Eight and four. Mm-hmm. Eight and four. And you still, you still got, and you know, Folks, forget about that bowl game. You throw yeah, a bowl game huge. in there, and you can add nine wins. You know what I'm saying? You can get nine wins, still go eight and four. Because I feel good. Like I don't. I'm not saying we're fantastic, but I feel good about our first 22 guys. Like I. I but somebody's going to get hurt. It's going to happen. We're not going to. We're not stupid. This is football. It's going to happen. I don't right. know who it's going to be. I don't know when it's going to be. But something's going to happen, and then you know, possibly you kind of just. You just have a bad game somewhere. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I go just, ahead. you know, I, I think eight and four, and and I would love to be wrong. You know, if we can go nine and three, fantastic. But I, right. I'll, I'll go with eight and four, and then, you know, hopefully we get a bowl game and throw that into and end up with nine when it's all said and done. But regular season eight and four. You know what I love about the bowl? Fifteen extra practices. Bro. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's like another spring. Yeah. It's literally like another yeah. spring. That and is huge for us right now. Go ahead. With all these guys we're talking about, these 23 guys that are going to play such a crucial role, then you throw 15 additional practices on at the end of the year just to kind of keep things going. Yeah, I think it's huge. All right, Rasta, it's your turn. All right. So I know everybody's going to say I'm crazy, right? Oh, I let me listen. There we go. I wish I had some music. Nah, I'm not late because I ain't drinking that too much because I'm going to say 10 and 4. Wait, how, how, how are we ten and four? I got Okay. So I think we're ten and two in the season. <laughs> Hold on, everybody that's watching the show right now, I want you to stop with you. There's five hundred plus people here. I want Rasta is about to explain how we're about to go ten and four. I got you. Uh, all right. Yeah. Go. So we go ten and two in the season, right? So I think we lose two of the, the three, either A and M, Florida State, and Clemson. I think this team and its mentality is way different. Because usually when you have a bad game, the mentality of your team and the culture is what slips up for a loss. You may have a bad game and finish 17 to 14 and you win. I think the mentality is different. So like those Virginia games where we slip and, you know, we don't finish a late drive or whatever. I think with even the freshmen, if it's time to pull somebody, you know, like let's just say Henry Parrish, has a fumbling problem in the game. If you pull him and put Mark in, I, I think, think he's it, not going to fumble. 
Sorry. No, no, I'm using an example. Because I can't lose the other person that was here last year that did that. You know, because he's gone. He's playing at SMU. I'm just saying, if, if an issue like that happens and you insert an A.J. Allen or, you know, Mark Fletcher to play that, I think you just, honestly, it's, it's an upgrade from last year. All right. So I think mentally, those games that we used to fumble to a Georgia Tech or Virginia, because we have a bad game, the mindset's not there, I think we win those. I think we win the games that you're supposed to. Okay. And I think you either beat an A&M and lose to a Florida State or Clemson, or you lose to A&M and beat Florida State and, and then lose – Either or, I think you, you win one of the three, and we're 10 and 2 to finish the regular season. Okay. We go to the ACC title game, and I think we lose that one, and then we go to a bowl game. Ah, and I think okay. because of the, we're in the New York Six, you're at a, and I think TVD and stuff will have sit out. So All I think right. you lose the bowl game, but regardless, like the, the like you said, the 15 extra practices, and I think you end the season at 10 and 4. Got it. I, season. Your math was a little, I, I got a little weird with your math for a second. I was like, how you in the world? Said, what's my prediction for the season? No, you're good. You were you oh. you just you spoke in <laughs> facts. I was a little confused. I almost had to go to my numbers man, John, and go, John, how's he? <laughs> what, what is going on right here? Because I don't even understand. You see, John stay quiet. John knew what I was talking about. <laughs> I, John literally put his head down and was drinking cafecito. Like he was like, I'm not getting involved here. <laughs> what's up, Greg Bush? All right, uh, if y'all want to ask a couple questions, we'll, we'll answer a couple questions before we get out of here. Uh, but while you guys do that, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the scrimmage. Um, the guys that stuck out to me, because uh, because uh, John did, uh, spoke, and then Rasta decided to pop on, so I brought y'all on. Um, you know, I think that we're better on the offensive line. Um, Gidry did not hold back. Gidry did not hold back. He brought the house half the time. I'm not joking, y'all. Like, if you were there, you know. He brought the house half the time. And you don't see that in these kind of games. <laughs> you don't see that in these kind of games. And uh, it was cool to see that kind of pressure. Um, there were three to four screens that I think could have went for massive, massive chunks that were either dropped or like Ahmad Moten made a freak, like a freak tip play to, to break one up. Um, so they didn't, they didn't execute it, but I, I think my concerns are, can the defense stop the run, or is our offensive line that good? You, you, you see what I'm saying? Because we ran the ball. We ran the ball. I'm telling you, like, like Fletcher had a good day. AJ had a – anybody who was running the ball was running the ball. You know, I mean, we had – I think it was two rushing touchdowns, and they weren't, like, two-yard runs, you know, um, just to throw that out there. One of the touchdowns. I was joking around and said we could have drove a car through the hole if Cooper and uh, Malagoa, Malagoa opened up over there. Like, literally, the hole was massive. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic with the defense, the pressure, and the athletes. Not sure how we're going to do against stopping the run. From an offensive standpoint, I, I like the mentality, you know. But, you know, I think there's a ton of work still to be done. I thought we were further along in my opinion, on offense. Now I don't feel that way, even though it was vanilla. It was vanilla, but I don't feel that way. There was a lot of drops, and, and there was a lot of drops within five yards. Not like long balls or long crossing patterns. or There was, I don't know, John can correct me, at least four drops within five yards. 
you know, I, I know, I know Skinner dropped. I mean, I'll, let me not name players. Let me stop. Shut up. That's <laughs> like my bad. I was about to name, name the plays. Um, but there, there was, there was at least four drops within the inside five, four yards, you know, and five yards, whatever you said. So what, what did he say? By the way, Flo, we already have four flips. Max, Max be on that. Oh, Max, are you proud of me? I got the thing on the screen. What? Look at that. Um, all right, let me see if anybody asked any questions. How did we do against the run defensively? Uh, well, I'll, I'll let John comment on that. I just kind of commented on that real quick. I mean, D-line and linebackers had their moments, but for the most part, I think the run game got the better of the of the front seven. Again, front seven made plays here and there, but, you know, O-line, like I said, Cooper, Lee, Cohen, that, those three are going to be solid this year. They're going to move oh, some people. Oh, please tell them what you saw at right guard and right tackle later coming. <laughs> oh, at one point, we saw two mammoth human beings by the name of McCoy and Kinsler at right guard and right tackle, respectively. Um it looked like there was an eclipse on that side of the line when those guys stood there. Oh, and, my God. <laughs> and to my pleasant surprise, McCoy did very well at guard. And yep. Kinsler looks like, body-wise, NFL ready. Uh, <laughs> He's huge, bro. So, yeah, no, the size of that old line is no joke. It's it's very, very <laughs> impressive. I know since you guys were there like, and saw this, yeah. you think – Obviously, we know Mario offensive line. We know he wants to establish the run. We know he does it. Do you think with that? Because I've seen some things in the comments over here about the defense being so aggressive and all that. Do you think that was kind of Mario said, "Hey, bring everything you got because I want this offensive line. We got to see what we got. You know, uh, we either got it or we don't." Um, I'm going to take this first, and then I want Dave, uh, Dave to jump in because he, he always has a different outlook, and I like it. I was unbelievably surprised how much stress. Mario put on the team in this in this scrimmage. I don't mm -hmm. think you guys understand how much football we saw. It was the regular scrimmage how they always switching out, switching out, and then all of a sudden, they went red zone, and then they went two minute, then they went special teams and punting and field goals and, but I'm talking like the punt, not just no one's running down like kickoffs. We saw football. I, I was blown away how much football we got to watch. I mean. You can't. You couldn't leave that practice, and be and not have a good idea of what we got. Like you, you, you saw a lot of football. Dave, what what, did, what are your thoughts? Do you think Mario did it on? I mean, he made, there was wait. There was one time where they kind of jogged out on the field, and Mario ran out to the field, sent them all back to the sideline, and made them sprint back out. <laughs> Just real talk. Like it was uncomfortable. Like it was fun, Dave. You want me? I mean, I'm sorry, bro. Don't John, I think he means you, John. Yeah, John. Yeah. What's in, let me see. Yeah, it's water. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm in a lot of uh, stressful situations for sure. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he told Gidry, hey, send, send, send the goons every play. Like, let's let's really test this line because okay. it's seemed that way. And I liked the, uh, the closing speed on those blitzes was trying to took – uh, another another notch up for sure, for especially like those young linebackers and those guys coming off the edge. That that closing speed on those blitzes was nice. HD says Breland slash Franklin. Uh, Rasta, what do you think? Um, 
I, I think we're in a dog fight. Um, I think there's still a lot of time to be able to, you know, sway some bridges there, but we'll see. All right. I think uh, I, I don't feel, I feel, I feel like December is going to be good for us. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I think I know what's going on. Uh, I think the staff is smart right now. We definitely are battling other teams, but I, I love the strategy. I think, I think when we wrap back around, we are going to snag some dudes that maybe not. Arabian Nights is flow drinking the Kool-Aid. Actually opposite. Believe it or not, I'm actually pumping the brakes a little bit. I know y'all don't want to hear that, but I'm being honest with y'all. I'm pumping the brakes. And I didn't see anything like where it scared me or I'm like, oh, we're not going to be good. I just, now I, I really think I have an idea of where we need to grow. And it's going to be coming together. You know, it's going to be coming together. Um, Anthony, what it do? Flo, how was my favorite safety recruit from last season that we stole from Oklahoma during the recruiting? Caleb Spencer been performing during the camp these past few weeks. Uh, he's just got to learn the defense because, I mean, uh, who was it? General? And, and and John will tell you, he had the biggest stick of the game. Mm -hmm. like he, he laid the wood on Fletcher. Oh, and, and Fletcher did not go down and then still fell forward. But he came up and just boom, and and nobody wanted to hit Fletcher. I'm not going to name names, but Fletcher put some of our guys, made him have business ideas, business decisions. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just telling y'all, like, it really did happen. Um, but... Caleb, I think once he learns the defense, is going to be an enforcer. Uh, and he looks at, he looks the part, man. I mean, the staff's done an unbelievable job. If I am drinking the Kool-Aid, it's on personnel. Like, well, when I tell you we look different out there, I mean, John just told you there was one side of our line that you couldn't even see players because the, dude, the two dudes at Garden Tiger were so big. Like, we didn't know who was at defensive end because we couldn't even see the defensive end. <laughs> Monsters. Uh, Jonathan says 305. That I like to don't know. By season end, most impressive TD and the hardest hit. I don't know who's going to do the most impressive TD, but hardest hitter. Who do you guys think is going to be? Let me ask you guys. Who do you guys? Uh, I'll start with you, John. Who do you think will be the hardest hitter, like like the enforcer this year on the team? I'm going to say Francisco. Mm. Mm -hmm. Dave? Yeah, I could see Francisco or, uh, you know, like I said, I know he has to learn the – he's got to learn some things, but, you know, I could see Caleb uh, being that guy if he gets into that role. Yeah. Rasta? Um, I'm going to go Pulium. Um, I was going to say Kiko, but, I, you know, I'll say Pulium. Uh, I think one, he's probably the hardest hitter, honestly, on the damn team. And then um, I'll go Kobe Young with uh, impressive TD. Ooh, I like – hey, look, I walked away – from that scrimmage, if, if y'all want me to really, I'll give you some Kool-Aid. I think Kobe Young is is an NFL dude because I seen him huge go down to the ground and get something that was low while he was running a pattern at six four, right? I also saw him snatch something that, that he po he posted up somebody in the end zone. We're not gonna mention his name, mm -hmm. and then he made the easy normal catch. So he, I saw all three from a big wide receiver, and he looks like he's running. Um, I, I think he's an NFL guy, uh, and I don't really throw that out there too often, but I, I would wager that if he stays healthy, that's an NFL wide receiver right there for me. 
Um, Popo's a monster with the free. 533 people still in here. Um, do y'all got anything y'all want to say before we get out of here? No? Can I talk on recruiting? You can do whatever you want, my friend. I like that. That's why I just hop in, you know? You know, <laughs> go ahead. Um, I see everybody in, in the chat right now that are piss poor fans. Um, Actually, you guys hold on. Don't We're not getting off yet. Go ahead. Um, Because at the end of the day, all we have done is praise how much of a recruiter Mario is and how he's one of the best in the country, but because he's not going to get an evaluator that does nothing but write articles, five stars, yet you don't trust somebody like Alonzo Highsmith who has evaluated talent on every single level there is. You have Mario, Mirabal, Jason Taylor, like the list goes on, our whole entire coaching staff. And then included, there's guys in the building who has evaluated talent. More than half the people in here has watched football. But you're complaining that we're not getting a five-star. Meanwhile, if you go turn on the tape of some of these three stars, you'll see what their their view is and their outlook You know, right. on what they're seeing. Meanwhile, recruiting isn't even over, bro. You still got like December and, and J, uh, February. I'm proud about recruiting, bro. Real, real quick, hold up, hold up. Before you go, Dave, a little surprise for y'all. Oh, well, hello there. What's up? How was your evening? It was good. Just came from dinner. Good, good, good. I know. I didn't know. I didn't know. You know, I, I knew you were a little busy tonight. You were doing the right thing. We'll leave that personal stuff out of this. Um, just uh, why don't you share with everybody your thoughts on yesterday? Um. I think we had we had more to offer than that, you know. I think we kept kept it plain and vanilla, of course, because it was open to everybody, and just and just want to show too much, yeah. But that well, that heat was out there. Boy, coach was. <laughs> I, you know what? We were just talking about this before you came on. I was surprised how hard coach pushed y'all in front of everybody. Like yeah. I thought we see, I thought we see a little football, like 30, 40 minutes. Nah, uh, he I, was like. He didn't even tell us that. We thought we was gonna have it like a regular practice because that's what he said it was. He right. Said, yeah, we're gonna practice in scrimmage. It was scrimmage the whole time. <laughs> it, was two, it was two hours worth of scrimmaging. Yeah. And you so, played a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. ain't cut no reps out. Yeah. We just we just played like a game. Y'all got anything for Cam Wallace here? Anybody want? Anyone want to ask him a question? So how how did it feel to actually be back in Hard Rock? You know, ending the season obviously a while ago, but. Being back and now the season get ready to kick off. How's it feel, man? Um, it was something that we kept asking for, like asking um for Coach Cristobal to do. You know, we kind of we kind of go there. And that's our home stadium, but we're saying the thing is we got to earn the right to play there. You know, because our first time going there last year was the other team first time going there too. So it's just mm. like both of us. It's like it ain't home for us either. And it's just like we just out there, you know, and kind of get being nervous, you know, because even guys was nervous yesterday. For all the freshmen and transfers, like they first time playing at Hard Rock, it's kind of crazy, you know, because we used to just green tree, especially when practicing. So we we need those times like that. And of course, like over time and time, we're gonna start to get like more opportunities to, to practice there. So when we there, it, it, it won't feel like, oh my God, it's game day. Like it's, it's another normal day. Just out there going to work. Yeah. Hey, real, real quick, man. So like new defensive coordinator, obviously, and things like that. Got a lot of young guys that you know probably will play some kind of role this year. 
What, what's the biggest difference, man, as far as the mindset and things like that with a team with new coaching staff pretty much across the board, especially on defense side of the ball? How's everybody handling that and what changes? What, what's the big difference you're seeing? Um, Very big difference because I think with Coach Gidley, you know, a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Especially now, like, he kind of – it kind of makes everybody's job easier. You know, kind of everybody got their own role. Like, Coach Dye doesn't have to be around the whole defense – I mean, the whole secondary at, at like, all times. He got mm-hmm. he gets to actually focus in on the corners, and then Coach Gidji brings another aspect to the safeties because we kind of like we, we kind of work like specified stuff now. Like it doesn't have to be broad how it usually had to be with like Coach Adai because it was more like okay y'all just play DB, so kind of like you're doing corner drills most of the time. But now we get to actually go into safety drills, you know, kind of use our technique and just and I love Coach Gidji drills. Everything reactionary, like nothing is set in stone. Like every day it's a new drill. It'll be like this. He it's all reaction off of him. But and then you can see with the D line, like him just going with them, around them, like it just it's just more and more and more and more, and it's like he bring that intensity. And the thing is with him, I think he's different than all of the other DCs we done had, because when he snap on you, it's a different <laughs> type. It's a different type of snap, honestly, not because it's like it's like with certain times, you'll kind of like feel like let down and stuff like that, or you like kind of lose your confidence. But when he snap, I promise you, you like it ain't nothing like like a friendly snap or nothing. He coming real hard. But at the same time, you just like it. It, a, it brings confidence to you, into like he know he making sure you know what you're doing. That constructive wow. criticism, I love that. I will say this: uh, we have one question from the chat, from the general. He says, "How do you feel in Gidry's system? Like, because I know I, we've talked, and I know the stuff that you're excited to do. But share share with everybody like some of the things that we may see Cam doing this year that he didn't do last year. Everything." That's he said everything. That's coming, that's coming out of play, man. <laughs> Might see me in a box. Like, there's nothing like because Gucci runs whatever's going to make us win. It ain't mm-hmm. nothing he's shying away from doing, you know. And that, like, even when I, even when I, um, with our guys, like, on defense, like, we're kind of, we're kind of be like, like, he had changed certain stuff at, like, the last second. But then right now, it's kind of like, oh my God, like, we got to change, we got to do this, do this, and that. But when you, like, when I had to think, me and James was talking about it, it was like, if you actually think about it, that's a great thing. Like we might not like it as much right now. Right. He just he just basically showing us that in a game if something ain't going right, oh we could flip it this way, we could flip it this way, mm-hmm. and it won't be a problem because we already done he already done changed it so many times. And he done taught us how to like think on the spot and how to change something. Like it, we could be in the middle of the, of a, um, a rack and it could be like mm-hmm. play three, and he'd be like instead of blitzing like this, blitz like this, like and it just changing and it's just a different look for the offense and it might be the, it's the same play to, it's the same play to us but for right. them, it's, it's something totally different right right um i'm gonna get you one more question and then i'm gonna get you out of here because i know you had a long night and, and this was something that shocked me because i i know that you even said that it was vanilla and, and of course it was gonna be vanilla but i was shocked and we talked about it before you jumped on the show how many times y'all blitzed in the vanilla game like i mean it was I don't know what the percentage was, but I guess it was half the time linebackers were coming. Like, was that to to test the offense, like to shock the offense? Because I don't really see – I've never seen that in like a spring game slash fall, like where the fans are out there. Usually you guys play real base coverage, you know, and like nothing crazy. No, that's thing, that's what Go we, ahead. We, please tell me. That goes to show you, like, we kept it vanilla and you see it's a lot of blitzes coming. Like, we're trying to bring the heat. Like we don't want the quarterback just sitting there. Like even though I haven't, 
no no lot to nobody because I feel like we could get back that rushing three. Like right. That's what we could do. But at the same time, it's like you gotta you gotta get them different looks and you gotta always keep pressure on the quarterback face so he can make mistakes. Cause then what I even if we blitzing a bunch of people, I feel confident that me, James, or any corner that's out there could go make a play <laughs> on the ball. Yeah. That's all we need is opportunity to. So Cool, cool. John, you got one more question for, for our man Cam or no? You let him go sleep. You, you, you ready? That, uh, yeah. I'm trying to tackle Mark Fletcher. <laughs> What's the deal? With, are y'all making business decisions with this man or what? With Mark Fletcher? Because I know your boy, <laughs> your boy tried to, and, 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 Mark, and did, Mark it did go well. <laughs> and that's our first time, and it's kind of weird because it's our first time, what's his name? Like, this is our first time taking people to the ground. Like, this is our first time tackling. Right. So everything else been, like, thud. So it's, like, it's, it's a whole different thing. Because mm-hmm. when you thud at somebody, you kind of thud it from the side. You know, you can kind of play right. it off. And you don't really got to be in front of them. But that tackling a whole different situation when it's Mark, man. Because it's the fact he, he, he run like he's somebody small, but at the end of the day, he's 6'1". Like, he's yeah. huge. And he just – he's something. <laughs> hey, look, bro. Um, a, a lot of people in the chat said they're, they're very grateful that you're a Miami Hurricane. <laughs> um and uh i appreciate you taking the time to come on tonight sure. i'm sure we're gonna get you on plenty more time stay healthy Thank and uh, I'll, I'll be chopping it up with you soon man take care of yourself have a good night be safe big right. dog. yeah i too all right yeah that's why when we, we were about to get you jumped off. oh there i go no he was like hey i'm re-, you know because he was handling some personal time in his life he didn't know if he could pop on but it's nice to get him on because uh you get a, a he's real you know uh, cam i know he was like, he's all american what you see it now is how he is in, in real life and on the field and he's he's that dude all the time and, and and we are blessed to have that kind of leader to be honest with you we we, we are blessed because those safeties that are coming in are watching him they're watching him study tape they're watching how he practices they're watching how he leads and man, you can have the best coach in the world, but if you're, you know, bad leadership, it's tough, bro. Y'all know this. I'm not telling you guys something you don't know. Um, but now we're done. <laughs> okay, y'all get some rest, man. Thanks for coming on. Go check out the Sebastian Lane show. They're dropping podcasts left and right all the time. And uh, John's Cafecito and Canes. John's has been surprising me, popping up all over the place now. Uh, surprise shows and stuff, but check them out. Hit, give them a sub. Yeah, give us some likes. That helps us out. Appreciate y'all. There's still 530 people. Y'all are crazy. 10 o'clock at night on Sunday. Go to sleep. Find someone you love. Give them a big hug and a kiss because life is short. And as always, go Kings. Go Kings. <laughs>